Hello folks, I'm back with another 5-Minute Friday, and today I wanted to actually talk about Conway's Law. So for those of you who don't know, Conway's Law can basically be summarized as you end up shipping your org chart. So if you've ever worked on a product, and the product starts to look like the different teams and modules and pods and pillars that you have set up, uh, and somebody who's sort of walking through the product can see how your org structure maps, that's basically Conway's law. Uh, and the reason why it's interesting is you probably don't want to ship your organizational chart. You don't want the seams of your team structure to be obvious in the product. You want it to come across as cohesive and thought through end to end. So Conway's law generally is considered an anti-pattern. Uh, and I think it's really interesting when teams worry about, are we falling into Conway's law? Because so many of us have, and it's already out there in our products. And so today I wanted to talk about some common examples that you can look at to see whether you're already, you know, living Conway's law. Uh, and I wanted to talk about both the user experience and customer touch points as examples. Uh, and the oldest example that I have heard of, and I, I may be misremembering the company, the product, and the person, but I think it was Eric Schmidt and Novell apparently one day opened up, you know, a box of their product and saw like dozens of user manuals in there versus one user manual. And he asked, hey, how come we have all these different user manuals? And the response was, well, every team had a user manual for their aspect of the product and they couldn't decide which one was the primary one, so they just threw all of them in the box and said the customer will figure it out. And so that's sort of a you know the height of, of Conway's Law, which is you really put the burden of figuring out your product on the customer versus thinking through and working around your organizational hierarchy. And some other examples that commonly come up is whenever I'm playing with a product, I go look at the settings page. Settings page is like a classic example of every team gets a tab or a a menu option and you know you can really map out the org structure that way um, if you're working with like a SaaS product in an enterprise if you look at the admin console you can usually figure out what all the different teams are um, when you go through sort of the onboarding experience or the new user experience of a product you'll sometimes see the seams within the organizational tree everybody has sort of a splash page and a part of the wizard and then sometimes you can actually see uh, in the user interface design, different teams relying on different controls to do the same thing, which is another example of Conway's law. And then going beyond the product, if you just think about like customer experience touch points holistically, um, the way you interact with support for a product can vary wildly. Uh, for example, you might get a different level of support contacting them on the phone versus email versus DMing them on Twitter. And so, you know, the channel support can vary a lot. Um, if you read product reviews, you'll see customers complaining about all of this kind of stuff. Uh, the way a sales team demos different parts of the product actually shows you how different teams think about demo ability and uh, creating pipeline and, uh, you know, trials and things like that. And so uh, what can you actually do to flip the script here? Like, are we just sort of beholden to this anti-pattern and you have to live it or are there things you can proactively do and so there is a thing called i think it's called the inverse conway maneuver which is you basically design your org structure to counteract this tendency and actually ship a product that feels more than the sum of its parts 
And so I think there's a couple of examples of best practices you can do that, that contradict or counteract Conway's law proactively. Uh, from a user experience point of view, having a common design language is an attempt to do that. Um, one thing I've seen and tried is actually avoiding modality specific teams. So for example, rather than saying, oh, we have a web team and an iOS team and an Android team, you actually just have product teams that worry about cross modality experiences, which avoids a situation I've seen, which is, you know, a product behaves very differently on iOS versus Android as if like two different companies made it. And then uh, on the support side, having like an omni-channel experience, which is you have one support pipeline and no matter what channel you use, it goes to the same set of people versus different sets of people leading to different quality of support. And so unifying that workflow is another way to, to contradict Conway's law. So that's all I had for today. Just something I've been thinking about, you know, every time you uh, join an organization, you start to think about the way the org is structured and how that might be affecting the product. So something that was on my mind. I will be back next week with another 5-Minute Friday. Thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the newsletter.